Alright, now is the official start of the podcast. <laughs> now we're starting. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome podcast. back to the Corridor Digital Podcast. We are here with Christian, Nick, and Jan. Hello, hello. Now, most of you guys probably know Christian and Nick, but Jan might be a fresh face to a couple of you guys. Uh, he's been on the fringes of the channel for years, ever since uh, we met him back in the day when he did dubstep guns. You might remember him as the villain from that. <laughs> oh man, was that your guys' first project together? Yep, that's where that's when we met. That's yeah, in a brick factory in um, uh, the the Chino deepest Hills. part of LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So, All shot on an FS uh, one hundred. What was yep. that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Oh. <laughs> and Jan Jan is now at Corridor helping us out uh, with Node, as well as a couple other things. Like he shot the uh, that Ghost Hunters video that we did. Jan is a accomplished DP. Um, and knows his way around a camera or two. But uh, he also knows his way around uh, talking about some interesting subjects as well, which is why he has joined us on this podcast. And uh, I am yeah. a lover of life. What can I say? I just love this big planet we're on and all the weird, crazy shit on it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyways, to kick things off, uh, you know, it's a classic prompt, but it's a simple one. Prompt. And we got a prompt. All right. So first things first, we're going to talk about time travel, but okay. I've got to establish okay. the rules because time travel is all made up. And that's one of the problems yep. if you ever watch a movie about time travel and you start thinking about the logic and being like, well, does this make sense? Hey, guess what? It's all made up. So when a filmmaker just comes up with a bullshit reason for why things work, <laughs> it's, it's, just as, it's just as legitimate as if they don't. <laughs> Anything else. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but so in this, in this hypothetical, um, you're going to go back in time. Okay. But uh, from that point forwards, life will proceed as normal. You know, things are not set in stone. It's not like one of those weird, like somehow you'll trip and fall in the exact same way that you've always been determined to fall that will cause the same thing to happen. And the Hindenburg okay. will still blow up, et cetera. Like, sure. So the, 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 future, the, the future from your point of view can still change. It's just life as normal. Gotcha. Things can change. So, so right. thing, your actions can change the, the future. Mm-hmm. In okay. fact, in this hypoth- hypothetical, it's almost... It's almost the same thing as if you just got a letter from the future saying, hey, this is what's up. And then you can just act from there. So anyways, knowing all this, <laughs> if you were to go back in time and you met Hitler as a baby, would you all right? First of all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, baby, we got to go back a little. How? Where do I meet Hitler? Maybe <laughs> going back specifically. You'd be going to Austria. Uh, so like... Yeah. <laughs> We're we're an assassination squad at this point. We are no 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 no. Just you step through a wormhole suddenly, and now you you're back in time. You're in Austria in, in this little hut in Austria where there's this little yeah. baby. So I have not purposely gone here. No, you're okay. just there. Okay, <laughs> you're just, but, and, you, and you see this baby. Yeah, and the baby has all the potentials that any baby has. It can grow sure. up to be anything. But you know that this baby's name is Adolf Hitler. We yeah. <laughs> and you know that. Okay, so we know that. Okay, so the baby's the baby is Adolf Hitler. It's Adolf as a baby. Would we you know where well, this is going. Yeah. What would you take him out? Would you take him out? Would you be just fucked? Or would that be morally wrong because it's a baby and anything could happen? Babies are pure innocent creatures. I, I mean... I mean, this is close to the trolley argument, right? The the if you uh, see a, a train that's uh, out of control and it's heading toward five people, but you can pull a lever and switch it toward killing one person as, as opposed to five, mm-hmm. you are more morally just. What what makes you more morally just? Yeah, making the switch or just letting it 
play out. Or, or like, and in this case, shooting baby Hitler, <laughs> or, 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 or suffocating baby Hitler, <laughs> or, or any number of ways of. I mean, it also brings into question, you know, nature versus nurture. Is baby Hitler evil, or is it is his it circumstances that kind of formed him into? Baby Disney? Hitler's definitely the seeds of evil. Is yeah. it possible for a baby I mean, his father evil? was not a nice guy. So you could take <laughs> out his father, father that might his help father some, need some to get stuff. rid of all that yeah. abuse. Yeah, but we have not been, we have not stepped through a wormhole and magically found ourselves in the moral not dilemma of just beating up Hitler's <laughs> <laughs> dad. Yeah, you, yeah, like, that's not the moral dilemma we find ourselves in now. The moral dilemma we find ourselves in now is we have like a five minute window with uh, baby Hitler before yes. people start thinking, what the fuck is that dude doing with baby Hitler? <laughs> so, so question. <laughs> Mm. You know, in this high, in, in, in this uh, scenario here, mm -hmm. does World War II still happen even if Hitler goes away? The, the, the future <laughs> is as undecided as anything else. It is, it is right now, we do not know what's going to happen in our current future. So it's just right back then, you're at that point, you're living in the present, <laughs> and yeah. anything could happen. Now, realistically, World War One has World War One already happened? Yes. Yeah. Was Hitler, Hitler born in it? Yeah. He fought in Hitler World fought. War I. He was decorated. So then, this oh, would be wow. before World War One. This is before World War One. If you this is before World War One, this is still 1890s, I think, probably. So theoretically, anything could happen. <laughs> there yeah, might, there might not. Maybe we avoid all the World Wars. Or yeah. Well, Hitler, maybe Hitler had much to do with that. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah those Napoleonic treaties are still in place. <laughs> what you could do is go to uh, the British artillery gunner who just missed Hitler on the front line and just you know tell him to aim a little bit left. Yeah, but we have to, again. <laughs> you are you are averting us toward a much less morally complicated situation. Um, uh, the problem that we are faced with is five minutes alone yeah. with baby Hitler. <laughs> five minutes alone with baby Hitler. What do you do? What do you do? Okay. What do you do? <laughs> All right. I'm putting you guys on the spot now. Five, what do get, you do? You only get five minutes and you're transported back to the new future based off whatever your decision is. No, you have to still live out in the future. There's no going back. You're stuck in that time. Okay, so so maybe wow. I don't have five minutes. Wow. Maybe I I decide to raise baby Hitler, and maybe but you'll have to whoa. kidnap that baby out of the hospital. You're then kidnapping I mean, that baby. <laughs> so he can do it. They didn't really. Okay. Have oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. And uh, I mean, yeah, I I I I think even Hitler's mom would be like, I mean, giving up Hitler, that's fine. She'd be she'd be probably okay with. <laughs> you it. think so? Um, no, his mother <laughs> taking a baby from the mom. No, I'm, his mother would probably kill you. She was a, a peasant, <laughs> strong peasant woman, uh, and she would <laughs> she not. A so, so, so what do you do when you, you try to steal Hitler yeah. from the hospital? And there's this butch German, Austrian peasant mother who's reared <laughs> six children who oh, have almost all died, and Hitler is her sure. one child who's actually sure. survived from her marriage. So it's extra special to oh, her. Man. What do you do, Jen? Oh man, I, I forgot mean, how much of a hit. Buffy or Nick. Yeah, I knew Nick had to be here because he knows what's going on. He I mean, if we're talking backstory. about Hitler, I mean, if we're thinking about killing Hitler. There's some details there's we're going to need to learn. I, 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 think there's a, I think there's a bigger question okay. here that we, we are all just stepping over, which is how obliterated drunk do you have to get to kidnap or kill a baby? 
Because <laughs> no, that's that's a good question. But I think once again, we're starting to dodge around. That we're dancing okay, a little bit here. Sure, we are dancing. We know you, the want, you want to take the. You got five this. minutes. You're right there. Your life might sweep you on. You might never see him again until he's you know in charge of a lot of bad things. Got those five minutes. What do you do? Yeah, because the facts are we know if we do nothing, he's going to grow up to be the Hitler. And mm-hmm. sure. So. Can you bonk him on the head a little bit? Do? Just make him a little bit. You know? Right? Or like as. Look, I mean, look, <laughs> and I understand what I'm about to say is like stepping into weird morally gray territory. But do you just like cleave off an arm? Because like, okay. I mean, like a, 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 a one armed dude is not yeah. going to demand the command that Hitler had, right? Like, yeah, just do you do you what do you what do you what do you what do you do there? Because just smash a foot or two, like I don't know. Right? Do you hobble him? Um, then, then, <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> it's getting a little bit nitty gritty here. Uh, geez. Just I mean, so I think the question is I go, do I do it. Do you kill him? Would that yeah, do anything? I couldn't kill a baby though. So, Even baby Hitler. That's tough. Well, well, I'm that's tough. I don't think I could kill a baby. Either. I don't think I could yeah. kill a baby, but. But I hobble a baby? Hobble a baby? <laughs> But it's, just uh, tough. it's just tough though, because do you just do nothing and let history play out how it plays out? Because that's tough. That's a tough you decision could, to make too. Yeah, yeah. It's also, I mean, part of the there also is the like deterministic, like you know what, what happens in life happens. Happens. And sure. our human perspective on the value of things is entirely invented by humans. Yeah. So you know, yeah. the universe, the universe is impartial to Hitler. But personally, <laughs> when I have to ponder this question, and I have pondered this question many times. Oh, we know. Um, <laughs> I have to basically weigh, it leads me to an existential crisis of, am I okay with never have been existing? Ooh. Mm. If, if it hmm. saves all the suffering of all those people. That of all those people, sure. I cool sure. with probably not existing hmm. in that timeline. So I would disappear. If I, if I killed the baby, I would probably just boop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I am. Whoa. I mean, so many events would change, right? Like, just oh, dude, America would just, become the superpower it is. But at the same sure. time, like, just as complex as the events unfolding from killing a baby in Austria in, you know, late so you're, 1800s uh, or whatever. I, th- I think you just stepped up. You're killing a baby. You're, you're going for the, well, the well, no, baby. Uh, I'm, I'm, where I'm getting at is just as complex as it can get from killing that baby, right? What could happen, what could not happen. I, I don't think that World War II necessarily was all caused because of him. Oh, no, no, no. And the Nazi party would still rise. It just wouldn't have as charismatic a lead. There, there were other guys involved. Uh, so we're trying to stop the, the rising of this charismatic leader who takes them further than they Because I, I mean, it's hard. Uh, yeah, because I, I just don't think the Jews would have been wrapped into it as badly as they ended up getting wrapped into it if Hitler wasn't there. Sure, World War II happened. Sure, a lot of bad. But at least you're able to push the spear a little bit away from that community. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah. That's a good point, too. Yeah. Man. All right. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm I'm of the mind of not killing the baby. Would you do anything to the baby? No, no, I would. I would probably go meddle in some other affairs that are happening later. But okay. I wouldn't kill a baby. I might take out. The you dad. can't just I might take out. step. Back. So what? You live the rest of your life just like plotting a. Uh, no, I mean I've we've been given the which changes but... will help the future. 
We've been given the question. And first of all, that sounds like a rad script. A dude that like is trapped in the past and is doing his best to like shift the timeline on the events that he knew. Anyway. What, um, what, what I might do is take the gun and shoot his dad instead. Okay. Okay, so you think without uh, uh, Papa Hitler, so Hitler isn't as bad. Yeah, grows up without a father figure, but maybe doesn't have some of that early childhood abuse or, you know, stuff that may have pushed him in that direction. I think so. I think he might have, his mom, mom might have uh, remarried into maybe a, a nicer guy because his dad was a total a-hole. Yeah, but uh, Nick, what if that leads to him dad. winning World War II then? What if that makes him just even a better leader because he yeah. like... dude. His mom ends up marrying some like, yeah, some like Turk. And now instead of the Turks, <laughs> right, he's setting up the concentration camp. I just can't. Ottoman swastika, yeah. Um, I well, mean, nature I mean, versus nurture is starting to come up, but yeah. I think that's a major question, though. When you, when you simplify the question of like, are you going to kill a baby or not? Then, yeah. I mean, that's, if, uh, look, if that's, why, I'm saying, that's yeah. why I'm saying you hobble them. Uh, it's the best of both worlds. All right. It's, you know what? I agree with you, Dan. You bonk him on the head, call it a day. <laughs> Blind him in one eye or something. Yeah, something patch for me. Uh, that's it, pretty know. cool, though. <laughs> an eye patch is someone you would fall. You'd follow someone with an eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe everybody knows he's bad a little bit more quickly when he has an eye patch. It's like, oh, watch out for that guy. He's evil. Sure. It's like, yeah, I haven't done anything so yet. It's like, you have an eye patch. <laughs> you could just get like a really hot spoon and just burn the top of his lip so he could never grow hair there. Oh, yeah. So, there you go. Me. He's just this bald, bald-faced man for the rest of his life. That's our word. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> my, my apologies, Jeff. You get a, you get a, you get a B pass for now. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Thanks. Christian, so what about you? you? I mean, what's, what's I would agree your... that somebody with maybe a few lesser limbs would not be so pedestaled. That right, and nothing, nothing against people. Yeah, no, totally, of course. Yeah. but you know, they weren't exactly nice to like crippled people back in those days. That too. That have too. a good life. Also, being a cripple um, back in that day isn't some like easy affair. You know, even wheelchairs yeah. or whatever aren't going to be as, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but now you have us. Instead of killing this baby, we're we're leading someone into a life of pain and suffering. That's true. So, yeah, but uh, does, so does the question there? Does does that? Change? I go to sleep fine. <laughs> yeah, but the question is: Is that enough to change? I mean, yeah, I guess. Does it change enough events by if he's not involved in that way? Because he's probably going to grow up a ridiculed cripple and not really get into that position. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if if we were to know that it did change it for sure, if someone was like, "If you do this, it will change it," we can look into the future too, and we can see that it'll change it. Yeah, and like you can hop back yeah, again real quick. I'd sleep fine. I'd sleep fine, but you know. Okay, well let's let's open up that question. If you go back and prevent World War II from happening, flip of a switch, would you? Knowing that uh, it's going to change all events from there on out into a question. That's a lot. That's you a know, big, I a big historical event we am have. Am I okay with not existing? I actually would not. Because uh, 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 a friend of mine always says this, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. So um, <laughs> I'd rather the World War II we had instead of like the World War II that happens in the 60s with nuclear weapons oh, and mechs. Yeah. Tell that uh, that actually sounds rad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think I'm with you on that one. Like, you know, humankind, we step back and like take this like universe and this cosmic lens on like humanity. Like, we have to learn from our mistakes and like 
the byproduct of World War II is, hey, let's stop having world wars. <laughs> you know, it's, it's true. all of Europe's like tensions and weird treaties and fuses have all been lit and then diffused. And like, there's still repercussions from that that we're dealing with to this day, but like, yeah, sure. You know, you wouldn't, things would not be obviously not be what they are now without World War II, but you know, does that historical lesson, has that elevated us now as, as a culture and like put us in, on a path to success you know, to have gotten through the atomic era without killing ourselves. Um, what's, what's, it's a miracle. It's a miracle so that far. we have so that. Yeah. 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 It's we're not ended in nu- thermonuclear war. Um, yeah. It's called like the great filter or like the great barrier or something like that. It's a thing where as each civilization reaches the point where they can start venturing out into space and becoming a cosmic civilization, they also achieve power to wipe themselves out. Mm-hmm. And the vast majority of races apparently do, you know, theoretically, sure, according sure, to these like, you know, futurologists. Yeah, sure. um, and that was our, that's one of our great filter moments. I mean, we're still there. Don't get me wrong. Like oh, at any right point, we'd still wipe everybody out, but like, you know, yeah. we at least got through the uh, Cuban missile crisis. <laughs> And like the dozens of other encounters, I'm sure, between Russia and America, we never and will never hear about the... Uh, yeah, the, like the, that guy the, that was uh, like one of the Russian uh, like silo guards, like all the alarms oh, are yeah. going off saying that like they've lost contact with Moscow and missiles oh, have been yeah. launched. And they're like, you need to launch missiles because that's the protocol. And he's like, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> and then and later on, you like, you know, you leave the bunker and you're like, everything's fine. There were no yeah. nukes. It's like, you made the right call, buddy. And then the yeah. credits of a student short film right there. <laughs> yeah. but, that, Actually, but that's the thing. Shit like that happens. That's how close yeah. we get to just thermonuclear disasters. So, that brings up another moral question. Okay, let's say you are the dude in the missile silo, and you get an alert that a nuclear bomb has just landed on New York. And let's say it's, this is not like, oh, maybe it didn't happen. Like, it happened. You know it happened. Like, there's video feed, et cetera. And you have the ability to decide to launch a nuke back at the enemy. Would you, or would you be like, you know what? Mutually assured destruction. Sure. Why? Why? Mm. What's What's the value in just wiping out a million people? Like, why? Yeah, just why? so we can all be dead? Like, I'd wait to fire back. Yeah. I mean, we, we all want to say we wait. Probably, we'll all say we're we're gonna wait. But if if you're in that circumstance and you've been trained, would you? I I just like pushing buttons. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, we're, we're all if there's a button to push, I mean. Oh man, Christian. I mean, it's it's hard to, to to call. Yeah, I mean, if I'm the person making the decision, it's tough. I mean, it's a lot. There's a lot of emotions in that decision. Yeah, sure. Did I lose my family in the New York blast or whatever? I mean, it's a. It's a tough one. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, if I, I mean, if I'd be, I mean, yeah, I'd like to say I'd wait too and see, really kind of assess whether firing back is the best idea. But I don't know. I don't know what I would what I would do in that situation. If this I mean, <laughs> truth be told, I don't think any of us would. Yeah. Uh, anytime like I've been in so. the most stressful moments of my life, I've never reacted the way that you wanted to, right? It's yeah. just, oh, shit. 
Right. How badly do you think that guy wanted to push that button, though? Oh, man, I'm sure that must have been hard. <laughs> He's been staring at that button under a glass case for, like, years. Sure. He used to do, like, the life. synchronized key thing yeah, with the metal dude. <laughs> you know he wants to feel that button. Now click. the protocol is literally telling <laughs> like, him to do it, and he still says Dude, it. he has to <laughs> put on that necklace every day with the ring on it. Or, <laughs> he just every day. Is, yeah. Do you yeah, think the oh, maid has to come in and dust the button? And does she is she really careful oh, when she dusts it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, that's why that's why it has a little plastic that's why thing in the glass case. It. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. it, exactly. It's yeah. To keep the dust off, so it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> when it's time to push that button, it's all. Right. Oh, it's a dust cage. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. It's a dust, a dust cage. cage. Just keep it clean. <laughs> that's why they have that. that button. Must be spotless. Yeah, no accidental pushing or nothing. Yeah. It's the dust. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I probably wouldn't push it in that situation, but who knows, man? That's, yeah, I mean, a, you're you're talking about killing millions of people, even though they did it to you first. You're still doing that action. You know, you're still mm-hmm. making that decision to take out a million more people. Yeah, sure. That's not an easy <laughs> decision to have in your hand. Yeah, you you don't know that that's happened to you first, though. That's the thing. Like, if we were sure that that would happen, then it would be like, all right, well, I should probably press this button. But <laughs> if you don't know, it gets difficult. Fair. Okay. Any more morally vexing uh, <laughs> uh, situations you got cooking there, Nico? I, I do have one. I have one. I probably shouldn't say this one. It's like, it's really rough. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. um, Mike Diva <laughs> brought this up. He's like, this is a really awful one. <laughs> so maybe we'll cut this one from the podcast. I don't know. We can make the decision afterwards. No, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So you're dealing with a Freaky Friday scenario, right? Okay. Your, your mother and your girlfriend or significant other of some sort, their minds have switched. So now okay. in your... In your, your mom and the person you're dating? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the person you're dating now has your mom's brain. Oh man! And like <laughs> wait, there's a movie about this. Yeah, there's yeah, Freaky um, Friday. Freaky no, Friday. there's a there's a movie with um <laughs> the dude too? from Californication Freaky where Saturday? his no his uh, a daughter and uh, his wife switch minds uh, uh, or like yes yeah, uh, mind goes into body. And then so the whole movie like yeah gets into like a horny okay, well, thing. anyway. Let's hear. I want to know the question now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, where right. this is going. I, I, I can see I the path. I can definitely I see, see the, the horror. <laughs> I see the horror that are coming. Just ask the dang question. Okay. All right. The only way to revert them oh my is to have sex with one of them. Okay. I knew it. One of them. Which oh, one shoot. do you pick? You have oh. your mom's body with your girlfriend's mind, and your girlfriend's body with your mom's mind. Yes. Oh my gosh. I go. I go. <laughs> I go body. Yeah. I go. I go. I go. The mind of uh, the mind of my lady and uh, uh, the body of my mom. I'm. I, I oh, can. Whoa. I can at least. I was going the opposite. <laughs> I was going the opposite. Right here. I thought you meant the opposite. Because Brian Folds Lion Folds is this. Okay. <laughs> you can just do that. My, yeah. I'm, oh my god. Bro. Bro. I'd rather I'd rather the burden be on me. Think about this, Jim. I'd rather the burden be on me. I would rather <laughs> I get to go to Christmas. <laughs> and I would rather go to Christmas <laughs> and be able to look across the table and hold that shame in me. You suck it up and you get a blindfold. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That, that doesn't make sense. 
I mean. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were saying. I'm saying mom body, girl mind. Oh, okay, mind. okay. Thank God. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I initially was the opposite. I thought you were saying but the opposite. Those are some really good points. Yeah, dude. Because <laughs> that, that. Yeah, dude. No. I mean, because I was thinking it's it's obviously a very. I mean, it can be a very visual act, but. At the same time, like you're saying, you can blindfold, you can block that out as long as your mom drink a doesn't lot of alcohol know. and as long as yeah, your mom doesn't yeah. actually know, yeah. she doesn't just have that in her mind. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, my mom does not have that in her mind at all. She just flipped back all of a sudden after the so, deep. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh well, hopefully not right after the deep. Because <laughs> <laughs> then she's there, right there. happened with both. Even that, even that reality is better than is yeah, it? The, the, okay, it's better than the alternative. Um, oh my god! And uh, sorry for trampling over your introduction of the subject. I just no, I <laughs> no, it's all good. Got it. I think we all knew. Oh, yeah. yeah, just immediately we're like, okay, yeah. I'd rather kill a Hitler baby than deal with this situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. I, don't, back <laughs> I hope that wormhole takes me to Austria and not into the bedroom. In that bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. Oh, let, let's not get a time machine. Let's just... Sure, that, that tends to go very poorly very quickly. Yeah. 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 I mean, which oh, time man. theory makes the most sense, though? It's like, does it. Do you think it creates a whole new timeline or it would just change the That's a good question. I well, I feel like time is I mean it's whether or not you subscribe to the parallel universe thing, but mm. I feel like time is already set. Everything that's happened has happened and will happen. And All right, just, Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we're yeah. experiencing one moment. I'm thinking, you know, it's like Yeah. I mean, that uh, brings up an interesting life. question of free will, right? Like, what? Well, here's the thing: I don't think it means you don't have free will, because I think you're dealing with two different dimensional decisions here. If you can tra- travel through time, you're traveling. I mean, it's not technically the fourth dimension, but you're you know you're traveling through another dimension of space time, you know. Versus free will exists in a three dimensional space with a con- continuous time. So it's like we have free will, but I think if you can be a being that lives where time oh. is, something you can. Sure, I, of. I still think yeah. we need to redefine free will once we start like I'm looking at it like this. this. Yeah. 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 Right? Because you start looking at I am uh, a male trapped in a body in Southern California at 2020. Like that, yeah. there's so many variables of me just being before I even make a decision that, uh, and so many mm-hmm. chemicals and a bunch of gross organs, oh, yeah. and they're all working in unison, probably squish it the whole time. The other day <laughs> I make was like, decision. <laughs> just taking a break from editing to like eat some freaking like veggies or something. The fact that I have to eat yeah. has already, like has already taken free will out of my hands. Cause if I had the choice, <laughs> I would never eat ever. Like, yeah. uh, let's just avoid all of that business. And uh, yeah, yeah. I like so, food. Uh, what do you guys get? Yeah, food? That's, food that's is a great. Tough it's like one of the best you things. You like food because you're programmed to, man. Yeah, you're just <laughs> digging it. It's just yeah, you only like brain, because man. liking is a programmed thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's dopamine. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that's enough moral conundrums for one podcast. Sure. Um, ended on a banger let's uh change topics for a second here <laughs> um so jan for a while you were studying something called chaos magic oh and i uh my my pursuits in magical theory and thinking are 
constant and uh, sometimes vexing. Sometimes oh, wow. very, very. So this vexing. doesn't mean that you're. This doesn't mean that you go to like birthday parties and you do like kooky uh, card uh, tricks. Uh, kooky uh, tricks and uh, pull like uh, 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 handkerchiefs out of my mouth. No, um, I'm actually not allowed around uh, birthday parties for children <laughs> under. So not joking. <laughs> uh, no, I am not an illusionist. I, uh, I I've I've spent a lot of time studying. Um, hermetic and esoteric magics from uh, uh, ancient periods, um, the Egyptians and further back. I've studied a lot of Aleister Crowley's work with the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. I've studied a lot of um, Phil Hines' work with chaos magic, which is a very, very specific kind of uh, uh, magic. And it's, uh, it's all like, man, it's all modern. It, uh, it, it's all modern uh, um, uh, 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 philosophies for alternative people, uh, meaning which uh, it's like uh, uh, the best analogy I ever heard it, uh, 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 the way I ever heard it put was it's like the secret wallet chain edition. So it's all the same knowledge that's in the secret. It's all the same, like you put yourself forward and like, you know, you, you put stuff out in the world and it'll come back to you and all that stuff, you know, moms really drive in uh, just with like a kind of hip edge, man. It's got like, it's got some nails. It, uh, yeah, it'll scratch. Can you, can you give an example? Um, sure. So, yeah. Uh, 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 and uh, Nick, real quick, I think your mic's out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear yeah. Nick. No, he's, I he, he's yeah. quiet. I knew it. He came in with some witty <laughs> diatribe, and I knew he wasn't there. <laughs> Let's uh, give him a second. Yep. No, still can't hear you. No, can hear you. And that's the meaning of life. There it is. There you go. Boom. I figured it out. Did you guys hear? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, okay. damn it. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, did we hear the meaning um, of life? No, I didn't. <laughs> but yeah, I got you. What? No, damn. we're good. I forgot it. I mean... Uh, yeah, so how does one practice this, or what exactly does this mean? So let's look, let's look at uh, chaos magic. I myself am more of a hermetic magic practitioner, but chaos magic is like in in magical terms the new hip thing um it's it's very uh, it's kind of acknowledging that there are uh, uh there there is something to a ritualistic practice that that we practiced rituals for so long as a culture that it really is imbued in us that it hmm. it it does allow you to look at situations and uh, and and open up in ways that um, uh, uh, not doing rituals is uh, uh, preventing you from. Um, and there are big rituals we all still do, weddings, um, uh, all, any number of uh, uh, practices. Birthdays are still kind of in that territory. And, you know, uh, uh, Brian Greene once argued that you, you have this large part of your brain that is uh, that needs a sort of religious figure. And if you don't fill it with a sort of religious figure, it will get filled in with something. So if, if you ever talk to someone who disagrees on politics with you and they are 
just way too into it that I, I would argue that part of the brain, they have started filling in with uh, uh, that, that idea of uh, 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 their politician. And I think all politicians suck. So it, it kind of, <laughs> it kind of, it doesn't work for me. So I realized if I just let that part of my mind go, anything's going to get filled in there. And suddenly I'm arguing against, you know, uh, uh, dumb stuff. Uh, so why not fill it in with my own dumb stuff, right? With fun, dumb stuff. So, uh, I'll give you an example. And, uh, this is one of Phil Hines examples. I cannot take credit for this at all, but let's say you really want a laptop, right? And again, this is kind of, uh, this kind of shows Phil Hines mindset because this is exactly his example. So the fact that, Phil Hind, author and chaos magician extraordinaire, can't afford laptop. Ugh, but anyway, you really <laughs> want a laptop. So you start to uh, uh, envision and embody a, 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 a deity around, and, and you can pull from anything. You can pull from, from deities that actually exist. You can make up your own. You can kind of bring them in and, and, and give that deity some power through some ritualistic practice. Uh, and this is where it gets super deep. And this is where I probably couldn't cover it in one podcast session. And this is where you need to know way too much, but fill it in with some sort of ritualistic uh, uh, practice, whether, whether it's scrying or doing, doing, um, that's an actual physical ritual that you, uh, some doing something to honor this deity that you just created to try to get some funds to try to to try to move the universe in order to get you a laptop you have to basically make a, a, a wedge in it and then find a way to wiggle that wedge and again and that makes it some sort of real thing that turns it at it least into puts a... it in, in, in once again uh, and i am uh, dude any chaos magician listening to this is gonna fucking hate me but um <laughs> i am at least it is at least the secret, right? It's like the secret. If you put it out there, it'll come back at you. If you want riches, you have to, to say, I want riches, right? So this is a version of that. It just brings in ritualist, uh, ritualistic practices. And unfortunately, a lot of these ancient religions, uh, a lot of these esoteric and uh, like hermetic religions, uh, the Pythagoreans, uh, uh, all of these are not only dead religions, but we know nothing about it. We know nearly nothing. Uh, all of it got burned by, pick one of the religions you actually know about. They burned. <laughs> um, they burned the hell out of anything that was before them. So really, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the, the coloring book of religions. You have an outline and you get to fill in the rest. That's fun. And dude, you get to have a bunch of tattoos, date cute, gothy chicks. It's fucking <laughs> rad. It's rad. <laughs> ah. But uh, it, it also, again, I, I, I believe a lot of these practices are very meditative, um, mainly because I do meditate through most of it. And there's a lot of research around meditation showing its benefits for the mind and uh, your body and just kind of uh, uh, your, your general uh, mind, uh, mindset. But it's also, it, it's, it's like a, it's the tapatio of meditation. Because you meditate, <laughs> you meditate, and you also do some kooky crap that they used to do. I, I got a hold of uh, some bones 
uh, um, from a trip out to Texas with my friend Nick Laurent. Uh, mm -hmm. And you take bones and throw them into a pile and meditate and stare at them. And that's called scrying, right? Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. try to take whatever the shape the bones have formed, you try to take like your first impression of it and meditate on that symbol. And then later on, try to look up what that symbol means or find some association cool. with it. Now, is this helpful? Is this a waste of time? Does it make me a more interesting person? I don't know. <laughs> I, I truly don't know. <laughs> but when you take part in that ritual, say, say the bone one, for example. Sure, scrying. Um, you yeah, you could do it with a bowl. or um, uh, Clarity in the moment, let's say. Uh, so sometimes wait, 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 you go, wait, Sorry, real quick. What was the question, Christian? Yeah, I, didn't I was just it. saying, yeah. So, like, so when you take part in that ritual or whatever, what are you getting out of that? Are you, I mean, is it, is it something as simple as the like, Oh, you might want a laptop in the future. And you're, so you're taking part to get that laptop or is there something different for you that you're getting? Sure, it depends. It, it depends on, on, on um, the what rituals. It depends for. on, it depends on exactly what I go into it. Uh, um, doing I'll I'll give you a cutesy example that I just had. Um, my lady was traveling, uh, um, uh, from here to another state so uh the airports right now are not not great yeah not sure. great so the um uh apollo the the uh, greek god or uh roman anyone i think roman, he's greek. mercury right roman didn't no no he's greek and roman yeah mercury yeah. mercury yes thank you so yes greek uh, uh apollo was mentioned twice uh that day so uh, we did a small uh, blessing to uh, Apollo, giving him a, uh, a, a blessing of some sort. We, we uh, said a, uh, a chant, um, I believe. Uh, actually, I probably shouldn't say the chant or it'll lose its power. But that kept her safe between here and uh, New York. Now, did it work? I don't, I don't, I don't know, but it was fun <laughs> to do and it's now a story we have and it made her smile. So I'm pretty sure I win. So essentially, um, <laughs> so essentially you're, uh, I guess in other religions, you're praying. Or you're, yeah, and, and but, here's but you don't necessarily have this one it. deity that you're, you're praying to. You've, you can spread it out almost in this way. And absolutely, I, I guess... For. Yes, I guess absolutely. I, I, I grew up under the the uh, uh, with the veil of the the Catholic Church in the background, and look, love me and my Catholics, it just didn't quite work for me. So I lost religion at a point, and I've always envied it in in everyone I meet that is religious. It's, it's it just seems so it it seems so simple and cool. It just it like makes sense to them, and it's never made sense to me. So I didn't want something else to sort of, again, occupy that space. So I'm sort of finding my own way of praying and being faithful uh, to a cause that I can, um, yeah, I can. I, I think there's something to that, man. Totally. I really do. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I open Premiere every day. And I think <laughs> by doing that ritual, I've made Dobie a real thing. You know, <laughs> everyone else. But, but, I mean, but here's the thing. And, and honestly, be, though, by saying could, that. We have created an entity that yeah. is doby um you know what uh, actually let's uh let me ask you guys a question um uh because uh, this is a, a fun thought experiment i go down rabbit holes all the time um slender man here's a concept 
right? Yes. It got created through the 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 aberrant chat nature rooms. of the internet. Yeah, just chat rooms and people trying to make false photos and trick other. And somehow this entity was formed. And sure, that entity didn't exist until two girls right. tried to kill someone or did. Did they successfully? Uh, I think they. I think there was a murder that came of it, and then there was some other attempts. But so yeah. now, now, now we have to consider. But they killed somebody in the name of Slenderman. Or I believe what? so. Some little. I, I'll Slenderman. look it up. I'll look it up. And please do. Please do. Uh, physical actions were 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 made based upon this fictional being. So I would argue Slenderman is real right there is an yeah. entity that has caused people to act is he physically real well that would be fun wouldn't it wouldn't yeah. it guys uh but most, li- most likely it's an ideology sure. that has gotten people to if you, make action if you guys want to just pause this conversation real quick i can yeah, give you the background on this sure. stabbing oh, oh yeah well, okay. stabbing occurred on May 31st in 2014 in Waukesha, Wisconsin, two 12-year-old girls lured their best friend into the woods and stabbed her 19 times in an attempt to prove the fictional character Slenderman was in fact real. The victim crawled to a road where she was found. She recovered after six days in the hospital. Wow. Must have been a short knife. Yeah, I know, 19 uh, times. Just bad shot. Yeah. <laughs> the perpetrators were found not guilty by mental disease or defect. Whoa. And the slender man, being twelve-year-olds, I mean. and the slender man's tendrils dig deeper. I'm just, mm-hmm. uh, do you? What do you think about? Like, is slender man real in the ideas in well, in the way that them. I just presented? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I guess to, that, to them he was real and yeah, made him kill or try to. He's he's real oh, in the sense that he is an ide- ideology that some people have adopted and now have made <clears> decisions based off of. I mean, you can like argue that's arguably everything. Yeah, you can argue that, that it's ever gotten religion gets. But um, I won't go there. Yeah, dude, yeah. we got we that's got so than... we got so midnight gospel in here. This no, is I mean, so nuts. <laughs> those girls trying to kill for the name what, of Slenderman was is there? realer than most religious people or people who yeah, say they're true. religious. It's like an actual accident. They they sure. They're, they're actually... Yeah. Well, what Not that it was there? good or <laughs> that they should have. What was? What were they trying to prove? Was Slenderman supposed to come when you're killing somebody? What were they trying I, to I don't think there was ever a dead... Like a, well, he was uh, old. Uh-huh. And I, back in the day, did a, a Slenderman short and there was no... When we were researching that, there was no like main plot line or thread with him it was just a bunch of people making up you yeah. know stuff uh so whatever people wanted yeah. the slender man there's yeah kind of gross like, nico you've been silent just staring at a bunch of uh no like, doubt been been slender, man. slender man hole now <laughs> just yeah just reading about this stabbing man dude the actual attack took place in a nearby forest during a game of hide-and-seek. Oh, Lutner was man. pinned down and stabbed 19 times in the arms, legs, and torso with a kitchen knife with a five-inch long blade. Mm. Oh. Two wounds were to major organs. One missed a major artery of her heart by less than a millimeter. Oh, Another man. went through her diaphragm, cutting into her liver and stomach. Ugh. Wire Ugh. told the victim to lay down because the blood will come out slower. Wire and Geyser then told Lutner that they would get help, but instead simply left. Lutner dragged herself to a nearby oh, road where she was God. found by a cyclist, Greg Steinberg. <sighs> Um, imagine just biking along a road the name and, just and that comes out yeah girl like oh Ugh. gosh like oh. in the aftermath of the stabbing the creepy pasta wiki was blocked throughout the waukesha school district <laughs> 
Man, on I the mean, Tuesday following the Superman like... creator Eric Knudsen said, I am deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin. My heart goes out to the families of those affected by terrible acts. Basically, those girls were uh, committed to mental institutions. Um, yeah, pretty gnarly stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody did not Super. get out much to have a grasp on reality and probably has really shitty parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It could be so that could apply to anything though. It's like if the Christian church all of a sudden told, started telling people that your way to get into heaven is to murder, kill people. Yeah. No, it's not going to be well accepted, but <laughs> how many people are going to do that? How many people might start making decisions based on what they're being? Sure. sure. Well, I like let's this, uh, go this, back this, and uh, let's look up on Wikipedia, the crusades here. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are several of them. There's the history buff coming uh, in with exactly what happened. Yeah. Dude, I like this quote from the police chief. Uh, the stabbing should be a wake-up call for all parents. The internet is full of information and wonderful sites that teach and entertain, but that it can also be full of dark and wicked things. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dramatic! So, so I mean, by the fact that these girls went and stabbed somebody, does that make the monster real? That is my question. Um, uh, I think there's at least a, a nugget in there. Yeah, that, something to it. Yeah. It, it like through through somehow it is now an entity in the zeitgeist like if yeah. uh yeah. yeah there's this there's this really good french miniseries called marianne that's on netflix i believe check it out it deals with this it's it's really cool dude i think you guys would dig it it's very dark it's all in french uh very quirky uh nico i know you'd like it because of the French connection, but, but what is it? it deals with this this writer, and I'm not going to give much away. But she has created this uh, based on her true life events. She's created this character named Marianne, who is a, a spirit, a vengeful witch spirit, hmm. and she stops writing this book series, which has become very, very popular. And when she stops writing the series, she starts getting visions of the spirit coming to her, telling her, "You have to write more. You have to you write more. My story. You need to feed my power. You need to feed my spirit." This this uh, witch has become addicted to this the fame, you know. Wow! And it's a really cool story the way it plays out. But you guys should. I just it. added that to my list. Yeah, Marion. But it deals with that that idea of like what power does the written word and does notoriety and fame give to these like abstract abstract uh, maybe not even you know. I mean a lot concepts. So a lot, you know. In fact, so you know, some of the people listening to this podcast might know that we have a I have a short film I've been working on called You Monster, which is. Uh, I summarize it best in this little quote here. The gaze of the audience drives people to do bad things. <laughs> and it's true. Like people literally risk their lives. Heck, people kill themselves. Kill themselves. In front of the people time. just because they, they need that gaze of the audience. It's really kind of fucked up um, if you think about it. So that's what this short film is about. But it also sounds like that's kind of the, uh, a different twist on that metaphor for, uh, for Marianne, which is what you're talking about. It almost as literally. Yeah. There's some scenes that are very similar. Yeah. Dude, I think it's really relevant. I think that's something that people really should keep in mind when they watch things. Like when you, when you go to watch a video, it's like, Oh, these people are really shitty. Look at this video they made. Like when you go to watch your video, you're giving them power. You oh, know, yeah. when you give people attention. You're giving them power. Um, you know, whether, even if they're not getting ad revenue, quote unquote, like yeah. still going and watching somebody's media and letting them occupy your time and your energy, you oh, are getting power. Like this, yeah, this kind of comes back to my hermetic beliefs, but you only have like, you have a lifetime of time. 
and every bit of like everything you watch, everything you pay attention to, everything you think about is taking a chunk of that portion of time and giving it the 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 energy out to that thing. So you you got to watch out what you put in front of you. You got to watch out what you start a uh, uh, um, you know totally. really delving into. Yeah. Uh, it would yeah. say with once you stare into the void or the abyss, the abyss stares back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stare not into the void, lest they're still. What is it? Uh, something. Yeah, something, I don't know something the exact monsters, quote. Yeah, uh, don't look over there. Let's <laughs> the void stare hey, back don't into look you. Over there. <laughs> it's like he who he who something something monsters, lest you become a monster yourself. Something, yeah, something. Sure, something to the extent. Monsters should be careful, lest he thereby become a monster. And if there we go, into the abyss, the abyss will also gaze into thee. Yeah. The uh, yeah. So what do you guys think about, so to take this a little bit further, what do you guys think about all the serial killer things that Netflix has been putting out where it's like Ted Bundy in his own words and uh, like all horrible. that kind of stuff. It, That's horrible. Is that I mean, not it's, just it's glorifying? It's yeah, it's, you're, it's you're just, making them stars. Yeah, we as, were as, about a kid, this, huh? as a kid though, because yeah, like grow, again, growing up, I was always into that, alt, uh, that side of the alt world. Um, there is that weird, I'm, I'm very attracted to uh, 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 weird stories, right? And, and serial killers have some of the weirdest. And it's not that you're proliferating the serial killer, or, or let's use Ted Bundy as an example. It, I, I think a lot of modern stuff, and, and it depends on where you go and what, what you watch, what you plug into, but um, I think it's just a fascination of seeing how far people can go. You're, you're, you're able to somewhat, uh, you're able to connect with uh, uh, moments and situations and really start to, to see how scary people can be through some yeah. of these stories. And I think when like Netflix does give you stuff that uh, uh, kind of pulls some of the punches or perhaps glorifies them, yeah, that's that's extremely bad. But I don't think anyone, very few people, think Ted Bundy's a cool guy, right? Fuck that. Dude. Very few. Right? Yeah. He's a piece of I shit. mean, I'm the, still, I'm but you I can know. think so. He's a piece of shit. But when you're watching them in a TV show, you're like, boy, this guy's charismatic. I want to watch him for a couple hours of my yeah. life. You know, so well, did a lot of jury, <laughs> yeah, juries. So. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of like, you know, when that Ted Bundy show was announced with uh, what's his name playing him everyone was swinging over him and yeah Zach oh, sure, sure. and like yeah, it, it, it's just that sort of idolization that is kind of weird man like I, I don't think it should be like don't make that you're not allowed to like but it's it's the nicknames it's the cool nicknames oh. it's it's the it's the publishing of the names in bold on the front page of the paper and, you know and that, and that they censor um look uh, they romanticize a lot of the kills um, because when you actually start to read or, or like uh, uh, when, when you actually start to dig in to what, what some of these serial killers did, it's it very much stops being cool quick. Right. <laughs> it just goes like, Oh, it's sad. It's um, yeah, and awful and leaves you awake at night. It's, it's almost like every, every statistic has like, and he left eight wounded. The, each one of those wounded stories is a oh, awful, just life-changing event that just, yeah. And I think, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, 
modern shows are really just stepping over the atrocities of the crime, which is, again, unfortunately, a part of the entertainment is the atrocity of the crime. Um, that's why yeah. we talk about it. That's why Jack the Ripper is infamous, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we do similar stuff. So, <laughs> like, as filmmakers and storytellers. So. We were just going to talk about the same thing, but with, uh, you know, instead of murders, the Tiger King, right? The sure. Joe guy. All he wanted was to get famous and for people to watch him and to do this thing. And while he, you know, wasn't doing horrible things to animals, everybody is watching this Netflix show. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. should you be watching this Netflix show? Does it glorify him in a way and put funds even to his pocket for watching this? Or? Yeah, sure, sure. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, you know, all I don't know. Like, and again, giving him that power. Like, what is yeah, this? like where's the where's the weight go? Like sure i got some information and i'm more informed about what's going on in that animal abuse in that time of the country but did i just give joe joe exotic eight hours of my life by watching yeah. a documentary and totally. we all gave him, him that, that power way. oh man yeah. he's in prison he got so much gathering power, power right so now in his cell. he's a, a super saiyan right now he is dropping just, dead yeah. next to him they're like how is this happening oh. <laughs> He's just there, his mullet's like fucking His mullet's like sticking straight up and it's just becoming more blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I guess oh, it's, man. I don't know, is that yeah. does it become a moral question? Like should you be watching these things? Does it does it put them on that pedestal? I mean Well I think you can watch things you can watch stuff about this, but it's how it's phrased. Like this that documentary, it made Joe Exotic a charismatic character. Absolutely. Like it didn't, it, you know, it's you, a shitty guy. It didn't go nearly as hard on him as it could have. And they took somebody like Carol Baskin and made her a villain. And once again, like, it's, it's tough, like, because, you know, now having done, like, you know, worked on Corridor for so long and seen, like, Corridor crew videos get made, like, the moment it shows somebody like Carol Baskin, like, smiling in slow motion over somebody talking about how, like, how mean she is and, you know, because she always talks that, like, immediately, like, my lights go off. I'm like, they're manipulating me. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, the, it's manipulating 101. Like, editing 101 is, like, show a slow motion shot of a person smiling while you hear somebody talking yeah. about how shitty they are and they look like an asshole. It's I like, whether or not they are thing. an asshole. We did yeah. the same thing when we were uh, when you were getting framed for messing up the camera room, and Sam's talking about like how there's something going on in your mind. Literally, yeah. cut to you smiling in slow motion as Sam's like, "I think there's something much darker at play there," and it plays out exactly <laughs> literally like the a same Carol exact example. Moment. And it's like, yeah, the moment that starts happening in edit, I realize it. I'm like, "Oh shit, they're manipulating me!" And like, they didn't have the material to do it without having to fake it. And now suddenly it feels like it's false, you know? So I and think, it's the kind of thing, like, yeah. Yeah, I think there's an issue with not everybody watches that and has that light go off and be like, oh, I'm getting oh, I think I think the vast majority. I'm getting feeded in. I'm, I'm feeding into this even more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, reality, like reality TV gets away with that a lot. And a like, lot. While oh, most people know that it's set up, based on you would be so surprised how many people think that all that drama, all that, those relationships and those fights are totally real. It's It's like... The name reality TV is about the only thing reality about that. <laughs> and that makes it worse because I feel like it translates and ruins some of those reality stars in real life because people go at them as if that's that as if they know everything yeah. and as if what they're, they're showing on the show them. is the real life. And so then they feel totally unable to go attack them on social media or whatever. As if these people are two-dimensional, as if they have yeah. one standpoint. Or, yeah. yeah, don't but, uh, complicated lives. Uh, but yeah. Um, I, I would love to live in a, in, a, in a time where we don't even print the names of killers in the paper. We don't do any yeah. of that stuff. You should be, you should get a crappy nickname. I just saw a thing, it was a really funny, uh, a 
forget on Reddit what post it was, but it was like, why do we give serial killers cool names? Like, why can't we give them bad nicknames that yeah. make them sound like like the cowardly killer, like the I shat myself as I killed myself in prison killer, <laughs> or like you know, give them names that no one wants to aspire to, not like the yeah. dark the dark red killer, the midnight <laughs> strangler. Like, come on, let's. I, I mean, it's, I know it's a good point. Um, yeah, but that's like media, you know. They're getting those clicks and getting those views, and exactly right. Their, they want you to look at their reporting of it, and they want you to watch their thing. And oh man, this news media gave him the best serial killer nickname he could have. And now everybody it, knows who he is. You know, there there have been studies done. I don't have the source on me, but you can look them up real easily. Most shooters that have been involved in shootings in in the like recent history of our country have been once they snooped through all their computers and went through all their search history they found that they were fin- like fanatically interested in serial killers and shooters who had oh, operated you, you. so me and all of my friends are going down and we're just <laughs> we're just interested in extreme no, no, stuff no. and suddenly we're mass shooters you know 100 percent of mass shooters That's not what i'm saying not massive amounts of people why don't we focus on that why don't we focus on that 100 of mass shooters have masturbated i'm not saying it's causation i'm not saying causation i'm just saying it correlates that when when i'm not okay with this either (laughs) thank you for misunderstanding me almost three to five meals a day almost all of them i mean i think i think nick has a valid point i think nick has a valid point it's it's not a matter of me having a point it's it's the truth like you can do look yeah i'm coming you at me look. like that son you're coming at me like that i'm not coming at you <laughs> my girlfriend so is thing, obsessed with murder stuff serial killer stuff is a serial killer but every serial killer reads this stuff <laughs> no, i mean I, and i'm not talking about serial killers exactly i'm specifically talking about mass shooters gotcha. mass shooters have a fetish of mass other mass shooters that come sure. before them because they like the fame their whole point of instead of like I could either kill myself and never be heard about, or I could shoot a bunch of people and then be on a paper and be talked about and be, sure, you know, all over the news. Of course, they're going to research these people and look up to them because that's the fame they're trying to achieve. That's what they want. I'm not saying that if you're interested in true crime shows and serial killers, then you're a killer. No, but it's it's pretty interesting that that uh, that I guess marketing is what leads a lot of these kids to maybe go more extreme than if there wasn't that, you know, pillar of excellence for a killer that they could look at and be like, I want to be Sure, like the, the Frighteners comes to mind when Gary Busey's kid is like uh, going, uh, you know, we're going to have 33. I think Dahmer got 33 or, exactly. you know, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, I sure. Mean, it's a, it's a fan I, club. I have a term for this, Nick, and I call it screaming into the void because we're all, we're all temporary here. You know, things pass. The universe is cold and indifferent to us. Yep. And so everybody's screaming into the void in different mm-hmm. ways to try to, like, be remembered. And, like, when I see, like, graffiti on the side of the bridge, like, you know, driving down the street, it's like that's screaming into the that's void. That's somebody trying to shout out, be like, this is my name. Like, I just, yeah. I'm just one of the seven billion people on this planet. I'm realistically insignificant. <sighs> but I made, but I made a mark on, on, right here. You could yeah. see. It. Yeah, I have, I have a question for you guys. On that point, I have a question for all you guys. How many generations back do you know the names of your family members? Like two. <laughs> two. Yeah, yeah, that's like what I'm my, saying. Like my great grandparents, yeah. the ones I actually knew. Yeah. Yeah, but but beyond that, 
you don't know who they are. You yeah. don't know where they, what they did. Yeah. yeah, not really. There you go. Scream as much as you want. Yeah. No <laughs> no yeah. Your own family won't know your name in two generations. Oh, wait, wait until the Man. universe gets destroyed by its own heat death. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh, but I know. I know. Adolf Dude, you just like he was around a long time ago. So, there you go. So Christian's cool. So there's, <laughs> there's like, you know, there's a level to it where you do test, like, last the test of time or whatever. Um, this is why I love, like, Hispanic uh, Mexican culture, especially, where they really, like, the keep their family close and they really yeah. remember them. It's like part of, I wish, I really wish Western culture could bring that in and I'd like to try. But Dude, someone like, just, just, just like, really remembering your family and appreciating, you know, where oh, you man. From. Sure. Um, but, for real yeah. though as a as a jew who came from a world war ii uh weird family thing i <laughs> guess i kind of like look at that like oh you know your family like from like generations back like i look at that like that's really cool like <laughs> to be able to do that but, yeah yeah it's uh we can scream all we want <laughs> <laughs> so this podcast summarizes uh this is the end of us screaming into the void now we'll upload this to the internet <laughs> we covered we covered such a multicolored universe of subjects like we we ping-ponged across a oh, mental yeah. landscape that i can't quite grasp um, hey, dude, what a good cast yeah Hey. This is why we why we do the corridor cast is for interesting conversations like this one. Feels like ten minutes yeah. have gone by, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fact I think we are, we are at the end of our podcast end. time. We're at the hour. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm I'm really glad that people are tuning into this thing and listening to us. By the way, on the last podcast, I mentioned the site, uh, you know, the new corridordigital.com dot oh, yeah. streaming site that we're building, and a bunch of people gave us awesome feedback. Some people signed up for memberships, which is super cool. Thank you so much for doing that. Whoop, whoop. Um, yeah, whoop, whoop. And, uh, you know, there's more coming. We're still working on it. And once again, like any and all comments on that, you know, as people go and explore it and share their experiences with it, or if you even sign up for a membership, we super, super appreciate it. Um, but because we are hard at work building that thing too. And, you know, Jake mentioned this, but like people are like, well, why are you doing another streaming service when there's already a bunch of streaming services out there? And it's like, well, first off, it's $4 a month, which is, you know, price of a coffee less than the price of a coffee these days um seriously (laughs) so it's not it's not like you're paying 20 dollars a month for this thing um but it it's it's us trying to one trying to value the viewer more uh compared to how they're valued on other places like youtube values your view at one one thousandth of a penny if that um whereas on our website we'd you'd be valued a lot more than that you know it i think jake put it uh put it simply where it's like you'd have to you have to watch a video 4,000 times on to equate your one monthly membership fee on, on, the, on the site, you know? And uh, it just, it lets us do so much more with, with the audience that's there. It's, it lets us go out and create crazier content, better content, um, all while having, you know, I guess a core audience without us having to go out there and like, please 10 million people just to make it happen. Um, you know, so and there's a lot of other things going on too that, that are good. Like for example, getting a little bit away from uh, having YouTube control our entire business model and livelihoods. I love YouTube. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you know, Who you never know. The blog is coming back. Possibly. Yeah. The vlog the site, is coming back, which would be perfect because like 
it's just the perfect place for it where the core audience is you know well you yeah. guys get to decide with those quarter coins so if you guys want the yeah, book, yeah, yeah those quarter coins. coins. you want us to make a different series you vote for the series so it's a cool yeah one. imagine if you could take tell netflix where you want them to spend your membership so that's <laughs> the one thing that we're going to do differently than everybody else out there it's a streaming service but you actually get to say as to what productions your money goes towards so corridordigital.com check it out yeah Cool. It's in beta right now, right? Or is it? Yep, it's in beta yeah. right now. Okay. Yeah, cool. pretty much so, all our patrons and our quarter cast people know about it, other than word of mouth. Um, sweet. So, yeah. yeah, this is the core audience here. Yeah. All the croutons. Croutons. Yep. All right, everybody, thank you for listening to the quarter cast. We really appreciate it. Um, we'll be back next week with another hip conversation where we talk about. Who knows? Uh, Legos. Oh, you Legos. know, I really want to talk about the guys who tried to in- invade Venezuela. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. dude, yeah. yes. We, we those guys are. Oh. Can we please just talk yeah. about it for the next week? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's such a fascinating dude. story. All right. We touched upon like the Cuban Missile Crisis and Bay of Pigs, but, and I was uh, going to like transition it over to that. But. To just a bunch <laughs> of balloons. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. And we gotta talk about the, that F one series that's on Netflix too. I've started watching that. It's so oh, good. Really? Well, the thing is, the first season's good, and the second season's becoming a reality show, and it's that's pissing me off. Oh. Maybe it's just for the first two episodes. So we'll get I to that. Hear too. about it. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Good stuff. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys.